The Goat in the Rug, as told by Geraldine. My name is Geraldine, and I live near a place called Window Rock with my Navajo friend, Glenn May. It's called Window Rock because it has a big round hole in it that looks like a window open to the sky. Turn the page. Glenn May is called Glenn May most of the time because it's easier to say that than her Indian name, Glenaspa. In English, that means something like female warrior, but she's really a Navajo weaver. I guess that's why one day she decided to weave me into a rug. I remember it was warm, sunny afternoon. Glenn May had spent most of the morning sharpening a large pair of scissors. I had no idea what she was going to use them for, but it didn't take me long to find out. Turn the page. Before I knew what was happening, I was on the ground, and Glenn May was clipping off my wool in great long strands. It's called mohair, really. It didn't hurt at all, but I admit I kicked up my heels some. I was very ticklish for a goat. I might have looked a little naked and silly afterwards, but my did it feel nice and cool. So I decided to stick around and see what would happen next. Turn the page. The first thing Glenn May did was chop up roots from a yucca plant. The roots made of a soapy, rich lather when she mixed them with water. She washed my wool and suds until it was clean and white. Turn the page. After that, a little bit of me, you might say, was hung up in the sun to dry. When my wool was dry, Glenn May took out two large square combs with many teeth. By combing my wool between these carding combs, as they're called, she removed any bits of twigs or burrs and straightened out the fibers. She told me it helped make a smoother yarn for spinning. Turn the page. Then Glenn May carefully started to spin my wool, one small bundle at a time, into yarn. I was beginning to find out it takes a long time to make a Navajo rug. Again and again, Glenn May twisted and pulled, twisted and pulled the wool. Then she spun it around a long, thin stick she called a spindle. As she twisted and pulled and spun, the finer, stronger, and smoother the yarn became. Turn the page. A few days later, Glenn May and I went for a walk. She said we were going to find some special plants she would use to make dye. I didn't know what dye meant, but it sounded like a picnic to me. I do love to eat plants. That's what got me into trouble. Turn the page. While Glenn May was out looking for more plants, I ate every one she had already collected in her bucket. Delicious. The next day, Glenn May made me stay home while she walked miles to a store. She said the dye she couldn't she could buy wasn't the same as the kind she makes from plants. But since I had made such a pig of myself, it would have to do. Turn the page. 
I was really worried that she would still be angry with me when she got back. She wasn't, though. And pretty soon, she had three big potfuls of dye boiling over a fire. Then I saw what Glenmay had meant by dying. She dipped my white wool into one pot, and it turned pink. She dipped it again, and it turned a darker pink. By the time she'd finished dipping it in and out and hung it up to dry, it was a beautiful deep red. Turn the page. After that, she dyed some of my wool brown and some of it black. I couldn't help wondering if those plants I had eaten would turn all of me the same colors. While I was worrying about that, Glenn May started to make a rug. She took a ball of yarn and wrapped it around and around two poles. I lost count when she reached 300 wraps. I guess I was too busy thinking about what it would be like to be the only red, white, black, and brown goat at Window Rock. Turn the page. It wasn't long before Glen May had finished wrapping. Then she hung the poles with the yarn on a big wooden frame. It looked like a picture frame made of logs she called a loom. After a whole week of getting ready to weave, Glen May started. She began weaving at the bottom of the loom. Then, one strand of yarn at a time, a rug started growing towards the top. Turn the page. A few strands of black, a few of brown, a few of red, in and out, back and forth, until in a few days the pattern of our rug was clear to see. Our rug grew very slowly, just as every Navajo weaver before her had done for hundreds of years. Glen May formed a design that would never be duplicated. Then at last, the weaving was finished, but not until I'd check it quite thoroughly in front and in the back. I did let Glen May take our rug off the loom. Turn the page. There was a lot of me in that rug. I wanted it to be perfect, and it was. Since then, my wool has grown almost long enough for Glen May and me to make another rug. I hope we do very soon, because you see, there aren't too many weavers like Glen May left among the Navajos. Turn the page. And there's only one goat like me, Geraldine. This is the true story of a weaver and her goat who lived in the Navajo Nation at Window Rock, Arizona. The end.